friends! You're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. And welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and I'm so glad that you are back for another episode. And I am so glad to be back at it um, after taking about a month off for Christmas, which was really nice to not have the pressure of putting out new episodes. But I'm really glad to be back with you and back talking in your earbuds for another week. So thank you for joining me, and I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and are ready to kick off 2020 with a bang. Today on the podcast, we are going to go through my Etsy year in review. I get a lot of questions from people sort of about the behind the scenes part of my business or um, questions about how I run my business or what that kind of looks like for me. And a lot of times what people ask me is more along the lines of like, how do you do it all? And um, which is really funny because if you know me in real life, I do not do it all for sure. Um, I definitely struggle with balancing things at times. And, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody really does it all. So I just wanted to give you kind of a glimpse into the behind the scenes part of my business, what worked well this year, what definitely did not work well this year, and kind of how I'm going to move forward into 2020 and what that looks like for a business that is very established and at this point isn't really something like I don't um, struggle to get sales or I don't really feel like I am having to revamp my business on a really big level for each year. So I pulled a lot of numbers and I want to go through all of those um, at the end, but I have about four things that worked and five things that did not work. So I'm just gonna kick it off, dive right in. So the very first thing that I think absolutely worked for me this year, actually it was really transformative for my business and I'm kind of surprised by that, but I'm also like sort of annoyed that it took me so long to realize it, um, was that I totally streamlined my business this year And it has completely revamped the way that I'm working and the way that I'm using my time to really be in this business. So I started off 2019 with about between 250 and 300 listings in my Etsy shop. I can't remember the exact numbers because I had deactivated some at that point, but I spent last year, no, it wasn't last year, but the year before that, so 2018 Christmas, still making Santa shirts and holiday outfits for kids and a lot of really heavily um, themed things for the holidays, each holiday, not just Christmas, but Christmas was the most stressful. And I had all kinds of burp cloth sets, gowns, hats, swaddle blankets, washcloths, towels, like you name it. I had it like one stop baby shop, which is what I always was wanting to have like a very wide range of products for baby gifts. However, this year with the growing part of my course business and the coaching and the consulting that I've been doing, 
I haven't had as much time or I've struggled, which we'll get into that later, but I've struggled to balance running both of the businesses. And so actually on the suggestion of my husband, so shout out to my husband, um, whose advice I do not always take, but in this case, it was really good advice, um, which was that I really needed to streamline what I was offering. It was so incredibly time consuming for me to have all these different products and all these different listings and all these different fabrics and patterns and colors and like just, it was just crazy the amount of options that I have. So I went from between 250 and 300 listings to 71. Currently I have 71 listings in my shop, which are made up of three different products. I have baby blankets, baby bunnies, and purses. I may further consolidate that even more in 2020. I haven't quite decided if I'm going to eliminate one of those products, but um, that has completely transformed the way that I've been able to work in my business because I only have to balance those three products. So I am able to batch things like nobody's business. And if you've been around the Creative Mom Boss community for like five seconds, you have heard me talk about batching and how it has changed other things in my life. So I don't know why I didn't apply it to products on this level, but actually I do know why. It was because I was very, very nervous. I was very nervous about eliminating a large portion of what I was selling. I had a very big business of burp cloth sets and bibs and those kinds of baby gifts that were like gift sets. And I constantly had people wanting new orders, custom orders, different patterns, different designs, whatever. And a very large portion of my business was made up of that. So it was scary to me to eliminate all of those things and to really step into, okay, I'm narrowing this down, I'm really niching down this business, and hopefully that business will follow and begin to really take off in that direction versus just continuing to expand wider and wider and wider. So that has been a huge change for my business and it has totally worked and been a great change. The second thing that I did this year, which again, I'm kind of (laughs) annoyed that it took me so long to do this and I don't have an explanation as to why it took me so long, but um, whatever. Anyway, was that I hired a bookkeeper. So this is the first year out of seven and a half years. So I don't want you to think that this is something that I jumped into right away. Although, frankly, I wish I would have started doing this, you know, at least three or four years ago. But I hired a bookkeeper who does my monthly books. She does all of my quarterly stuff and then she'll do my taxes too. It's my CPA that takes care of all of it. But the really big difference for me with that, not only just to alleviate the mental stress of even having to think about it, which was huge for me because while I actually am really a numbers person, I really do like to look at the numbers. It's overwhelming to me to do the ins and outs of the purchasing and the inventory and all of that. It's it's like, I don't know, I get bogged down in it. So having her just eliminated having to even really think about it and she just logs into my bank account, she logs into my credit card, she takes care of all of that, she balances all of it. It's super reasonable, way cheaper than I ever would have imagined that it would be. And that has been a huge mental weight lifted off of me. But the even bigger difference there is that this is the first year, again, out of seven and a half years of being in business, that I have paid myself a flat salary plus bonuses every single month, very reliable income. I have been in business long enough now that 
I kind of know the trends and I know sort of what to expect with what I can make from this business on a monthly and then a yearly level. And so this was the first year that I really felt comfortable saying, okay, this is going to be my paycheck every single month. And then if I make more than that, or if I make more than that for several months in a row, I'll give myself a bonus. But I did not, um, I never cut back on the pay that I was paying myself. And that has been really, really big. And I'm sure that if you've been doing this for any amount of time, you can appreciate what it is to just have that stability and to say like, this is my paycheck every month, just like a regular job would be Plus, I do get bonuses, too, so that's really nice, Um, but just that I can rely on it. You know, I can make decisions in my life based on the paycheck that I know is a reliable paycheck. So that has been really, really big and really, honestly, really wonderful because we never had that before, and it was always kind of just like, well, if I have a good month, it'll be a good pay. If I have a bad month, it won't be a good pay, and, you know, it's just extra money, but it really got to the point in my business that it doesn't need to be extra money. It needs to have some sort of pattern. And what I've really noticed in doing that and having more organization, and I think this is probably a side effect both of having a bookkeeper and also of just having the organization of paying myself a flat salary. But what I have really noticed there is that my expenses have been so much lower this year than they were in the past because I'm just more organized. Like I have a better plan. I have better expectations of what my expenses are gonna be and what my profits are gonna be. And that's just allowed it to be so much more profitable, which has been really great. The next um, thing that really worked for me, which kind of goes along with streamlining my business, is that I have niched down so much in my shop that my products and what I'm offering in my shop are not seasonal at all. They, well, I mean, I'm only offering three products, (laughs) so there's really nothing to be seasonal about it, but it's really created this steady business that's not chasing trends or chasing holidays. I used to have really big highs and then much slower months where, you know, like right before a holiday, it would go way up and I would have this huge, spike in, you know, five or $6,000 more than normal in sales. And then the next month would be $5,000 lower. And so there was kind of these highs and lows um, of these trends and busier, way busier months and then slower months. I haven't had that as much this year, which has been really nice because, again, it's just allowed me to plan better. Like I have three kids you know, they're in school, so they have the school schedule and then times that they're not in school. So it's allowed me to not be overwhelmed with really, really busy months, which for whatever reason, in my shop in the past, the really busy months have unfortunately coincided when, when with when they're out of school. So I would have a really busy month right before spring break. I would have a really busy month right as they were going back to school. And I'd have really busy months at Christmas or like time at Christmas. And that's really inconvenient for me as a mom um, to try to balance those, to try to balance the busiest months of my business with also the busiest months of my personal life. So to be able to have this very um, predictable business, I do still have busier months and slower months, but they're not as wide apart or they're not as far apart as they used to be. So that has also 
um, allowed me to not have this overflow of inventory. I used to have a lot, and I still do, unfortunately, have a lot of leftover inventory from each holiday. So I'd have all these trick-or-treating bags leftover and um, Halloween outfits and Christmas outfits and all these things that then I can't do anything with them until the following year because nobody's buying a trick-or-treating bag in January. So they kind of just sit there, which is okay on some level because, um, well, it's not really. It's kind of annoying to have to store it. First off, my workshop is in my house. So I have all of this stuff in my in my workshop and in my basement storing. But also, it's just eating up all of that cost, which goes back to having that business be a lot more profitable this year because I don't have these sunk costs with inventory that's just gonna sit there for a whole nother year. So that has also been really big for me and it kind of all goes together. Like the overarching theme of it is that I have really streamlined the business this year, which has been the best change I think I've ever made to this business. Um, It definitely took me long enough, but it's been really amazing. The last thing that really worked for me this year was teaching courses. This was my first full calendar year of working with students um, in larger courses, not as much one-on-one. I do still do some one-on-one coaching with students, but mostly with group courses, which I think is so great because they get to learn also not only just from me, but from each other. And to have that community and that support, not just from me, like I can cheer you on And I can tell you, you can do it. And I can tell you I've done it. But it's great to see other people going through that course with you who are having successes and they're having wins and they're seeing this start to happen um, for their shop and for their business. And that has been so rewarding for me as both an Etsy seller and also a a teacher and a guide for you all um, to be able to have that experience working with students and then to have these awesome results. Like I've had students who have 5X and 6X to their sales over the span of like a month or two of working together. I've had people that have replaced their full-time income with their Etsy shop, which they never dreamed that they would be able to do. I've had people that have had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sales this holiday season when they'd only had maybe 100 sales in the whole year before. And I mean, it's just been amazing, these these really great success stories. And I love to see other people having this work for them and having that dream sort of come true. And it's not just, you know, I mean, I talk about the money a lot and the money you can make and, you know, all of that. But really what that money does for you is to give you that flexibility. It allows you to make choices that you don't necessarily have when you don't have the flexibility of having the income that you can make from home and that can work around your schedule. Like I was talking about, you know, my shop really, really working this year around my schedule. I took two and a half, almost three weeks off at Christmas and my sales didn't go down at all. I had a, you know, over five figure December month, even though I stopped taking orders December 8th. Um, so I cut off my Christmas orders on December 8th and still had, I think it was like 11 or $12,000 in sales for December. So, you know, it's just this, this flexibility that I never, ever could have imagined in any kind of job. It really is like, I call it my unicorn job. It's, it's like everything that you would ever want in a job. 
So those are my things that worked this year that were really, really great and um, just really made this year the most successful year on Etsy, both um, financially, I would say, but also just like mentally, emotionally. It has been my least stressful year of selling on Etsy, which has been amazing. So now I wanna go into what did not work. There were definitely things that didn't work, as I'm sure there will continue to be things in life and business that didn't work or that need to be sort of revamped and um, reevaluated every year. So I think that my, my thing that I noticed this year, and I don't know if this is actually true, like statistically, or if I'm just noticing it more because the vast majority of my customers in my Etsy shop are, are very positive and um, just really great, nice, you know, normal people. But I did seem to notice an uptick in demanding customers this year, either like really unreasonable demands, like I need this yesterday, or just, um, I, th I think I talked about this in a recent Facebook Live, but I had a, um, a customer that opened a case against me because she was mad that my baby quilt was not hand quilted, it's ordered, and then I add the monogram, and she was expecting a hand quilted quilt with the monogram and shipping included for $46, which is like delusional. I mean, that's that's insane. If I was hand quilting these quilts, it would be like $200, not $46. So I, I felt like I saw an uptick in demanding customers, customers that were more aware that they can open a case against you on Etsy and they pretty much get what they want if they open a case against you, which I think is unfortunate. I'm hoping that I'm just noticing more demanding customers and they're not actually increasing. Um, I also talked in a recent Facebook Live video that you can find on my Creative Mom Boss by Lauren Keplinger um, Facebook page about uh, the demands that Etsy's putting on customers for, or um, on sellers for the order satisfaction rate. I can't remember exactly what it's called, um, but it's basically the customer service rate of your shop. And I think that's not a great thing. And I think that customers being demanded, de more demanding is not a great thing. I am hopeful that this year we'll start to turn it around. I do think that some of those standards just in online shopping in general are changing. Like five years ago, if you went to Amazon and you were like, I want a refund, they pretty much would give you a refund, no questions asked. Nowadays, that is not as true. I think that online retailers are becoming more cognizant of the fact that people are getting refunds and keeping the products and it's really not very legitimate and it's costing a lot of money. So I am hopeful that that will swing back around in 2020, but for 2019, I felt like there were a lot of demanding people. Again, that could have just been my perception. I mean, really, if you look at it, I had like 4,000 customers, I think, for the year, and I probably had like 10 people that had bad experiences or that I had a bad experience working with. So it is an extremely small percentage of people, but those are the ones that stick out in your mind of like, oh, this is annoying to deal with. So um, yeah, so that was not a great thing. And maybe this year my goal will be to not internalize the unhappy customers. Maybe, maybe it should be a mindset shift. <laughs> um, the next thing that did not really work for my business that well, although y'all loved it and I, and I love it, it just doesn't really work for me 
um, personally is having weekly teaching podcasts. These are consuming an enormous amount of my time between researching and recording and writing show notes and promoting and uploading to the server and all of these things. Having these weekly teaching podcasts did not work for me. And I haven't 100% decided what that's going to look like in 2020, but the podcast will be changing a bit. It's probably going to go to every other week. It's probably going to have more um, guest interviews, which you guys are loving. Those are like my most downloaded episodes are the guest interviews. So that's great. That's also easier for me because I don't have to do a ton of research. <laughs> um, but that was a big thing this year. That was very stressful for me um, and is definitely going to change for 2020. The next thing that did not work for me was really the amount of time. This kind of goes along with the podcasts, but I felt very pulled in a lot of different directions to write blog posts and make these podcasts. I have a free Facebook group. I have my paid Facebook groups with my courses where I'm there all the time answering questions. I have my Funky Monkey Etsy shop. I have the one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have been guests on podcasts. So there, there was a lot of pulling in a lot of different directions. That was really hard for me. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what that's going to look like again for 2020 other than stepping way back from, from working in other people's businesses, guest posting, guest um, blogging or guest podcasting, all of those things, and really focus on the paid students that I have in my courses and pouring into those people because I know that they will get fantastic results and to just really, really dive into that. Those are my favorite people to work with and they're the ones that I found that are the most driven and the most positive and the most sure that they can succeed, which is a huge part of it because so much of this is mindset, like so much of starting a business and running an online business is your mindset and your assuredness that this really can work for you and that you can do it. This is not like something that's special for other people that they can do, but you can't do. So I find that the people that are in my courses and have taken that step to actually pay for coaching and pay to be a part of this are the people who know that they can do it and know that they can make it happen. And then with some guidance and some tips and some step-by-step, -step, they are able to like really take it to the next level, which is really, really exciting. The next thing, which this is, this is something that worked and didn't work. So this is a really big thing for me, but 2020 is going to look dramatically different for me because we are having a new baby. So I am 13 weeks pregnant and we are expecting our fourth child in July, which we are super, super excited about. And that definitely works awesome. <laughs> that is a great thing. Totally positive. Um, really, really exciting. But it's going to mean different things for the business. So, you know, all of these big time sucking um, things are going to have to be revamped. So my next six months of this business really looks to me like streamlining things, automating what I can automate and really making it so that my paid students are getting really high touch, really intense and intimate learning and have my full attention. And I am having to step back from the non-paid activities, um, the things that I do just because I like to do them or because it's fun or because, you know, I like to interact with people and I like to have that community. 
but they are not the the paid students in those paid courses. So that is going to be a really big change for me. And, um, you know, if you've seen any pictures of my family or you've been following along for a while, you know that my older kids are in school now. My youngest one is four. She'll be five by the time the baby or almost five by the time the baby gets here. So this is a really big change for me. I feel like when I had all of the other kids, they were really close in age. There, There's less than four years between my oldest one and my youngest one. And so I was like knee deep in babies. I was used to balancing it all. I, I was like very much in that stage of life and we're not really anymore. And that's going to be a really big change to go back to that. If you have young children or if you have children that are like school aged and you think like just to go back to the waking up in the middle of the night and having a baby that takes 15 minute cat naps. I've never had a good baby, uh, not a good baby. I've had great babies, but I have never had a baby that's a good sleeper of my three children. <laughs> so it is going to look like a dramatically different second half of 2020 for me, which is extremely exciting. I can't wait to show pictures of my fat, squishy little baby but it is definitely going to be bring changes to my life and my family and and obviously the business as a secondary part of that. So yeah, that's my big announcement. That's my big change. That's definitely not something that didn't work, but it is something that is going to make my 2020 look different than it would have if we were not having a new baby because my youngest one is on the verge of starting kindergarten. So that would have been kind of a different season of life that we were entering, but we aren't anymore. So that will be a big change. So I want to go through the numbers and I never ever, I say this every time we go through numbers, but I never ever go through these numbers to overwhelm you guys or to brag or to do anything like that. Um, I go through these numbers just so that there's transparency. I think that's really important as your coach, as your mentor, as your guide in this Etsy business and um, just sort of this Etsy process. I think it's really important that you know that this is still the the very bulk of my revenue comes from my Etsy shop. It doesn't come from coaching. And that, um, you know, that I'm still doing this right along with you. I am still adjusting my shop to, you know, the, the customer service standards and the new SEO changes and the free shipping and all of that. Like this is still an ongoing thing for me. So 2019, brought in $163,754 in Etsy revenue. That was lower than last year. If you remember my, um, I don't remember if it was at the, I don't think it was the beginning of 2019. I think it was midway through 2019. I talked about my goal for 2019 was to have no more than $150,000 in Etsy revenue because I was so overwhelmed with how much I was working. I was drowning, absolutely drowning in orders. And so I, my goal was to cut back for this year. It ended up to be more than $150,000, but because I streamlined the business so much, I am actually working less than 10 hours a week in my Etsy shop making those orders. So that is just Etsy revenue. That is not coaching, consulting courses. It's not any of that. That is just sales on Etsy. So that looked like 3,300 customers which who bought 4,233 products. So that averages to be 1.3 products per customer or 
about a thousand repeat customers. I'm not exactly sure how that breaks down. Um, my guess is it is mostly repeat customers, which is why the customer count is lower than the product count, um, because I have a ton of repeat customers, which is amazing. And it has been really rewarding for me as I've built this business to continue to have more and more repeat customers because A, they're really easy to deal with. They already like your products. They already know what to expect. They already know what you need from them. They're just easy and they're happy with what they get because they already know what they're getting. And they also just keep coming back again and again and again. I have people who have bought 10, 15, 20 of the same thing over and over. They order it as gifts and it's just it just makes the business really easy and, and easy to work in and um, to not have to do so much advertising or promoting or anything because I have all these repeat customers. In addition to that, I also had 250 people go through my courses or purchase learning bundles, which again, as I talked about earlier, has just been so amazing. I have loved working with students. It's been really, really rewarding for me to have that many students go through my courses and get these results and just have an amazing experience working together and and getting that feedback and the troubleshooting and the step-by-step learning. So that has been really, really fun for me. Lastly, I wanted to talk about the numbers of my Etsy ads because that was something that changed midway through the year and we weren't really sure what it was gonna look like. We weren't really sure if that was gonna be a good change or not because it was a big change for them to merge with the Google advertisements. So end of the year, I spent $1,362 on ads last year. I spend my budget for the ads on Etsy is $5 a day. They obviously don't always spend the $5 a day because that number doesn't add up to $5 a day. Um, But that is what I have put in there. And so that's their max budget that they are allowed to spend. And from that $1,362 that I spent, I made $24,089 in revenue, which is a 17.7 times return on my investment, which is amazing. So my ultimate uh, feelings about those Etsy ads are that they are definitely still worth it, definitely a good investment and a return on your investment that you are not going to be able to get anywhere else, whether it's Google itself or Facebook ads or definitely the time suck that is social media. None of those things are going to be able to bring you results like that. However, as I have always said about promoted listings and Etsy ads and everything, you absolutely must have your SEO on point before you start promoting those ads. Otherwise, you will not get that payoff. So that is something to note, but also just to feel confident that those ads are still effective. They're still a good return um, and they still definitely are really profitable. So I hope that this information has been helpful for you to apply to your own shop or just to be inspired by what this year has looked like for me, what this year possibly can look like for you as a successful seller, as you build your business and just sticking with it. I I am seven years into this business, so this is not what my business looked like the first year or the second year. It took a little while, but it has paid off in just an absolutely unbelievable way. And I'm so incredibly thankful for the opportunity that I have to have the flexibility with my Etsy shop and 
with coaching people and the interaction that I get with being able to work with students one-on-one or in a group setting. It has been so fun for me as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and just as a woman to have that connection with people and to be able to guide people along in that way. If you are wanting to know more about any of the learning opportunities that I have available, there are two courses that are open for enrollment currently, Becoming a Savvy Seller, which is my intro course for newbie sellers, where we work through all of the basics of really streamlining your business so that it can be not overwhelming and not totally drowning in inventory, and you can really begin to have a profitable a profitable business right out of the gate. We also work through shipping and pricing and all of those business aspects and creating your listings so that you can build those return customers. That one is located at laurenkeplinger.com forward slash B-A-S-S, Becoming a Savvy Seller. The other one that I have available is SEO Superstar. It is the super deep dive into SEO. SEO has been absolutely transformative for my business. It is the only marketing that I do other than Etsy ads, obviously, but that is also based on SEO, so it's sort of um, circular there. But I don't promote on social media. I don't promote on Facebook. I don't promote anywhere. I have really mastered the art of SEO and being able to harness the power of the Etsy search engine to drive these sales passively so that I don't have to spend all of my time marketing. And it has been amazing for my business and just for my mental sanity of not having to feel like I'm hawking my products everywhere I go. If you're interested in learning more about SEO Superstar, it is laurenkeplinger.com forward slash SEO. I hope that you will join me in one of those courses. I'm super excited about them. They both start January 13th. So if you are listening to this the day it comes out, then head on over there. If you're listening to it after the fact, there will be opportunities in the future to enroll in these courses, but the signups for the courses do close January 10th. So they are signing up now starting January 13th. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. I hope I'll see you in those courses. And I am so excited to kick off another year of this podcast and of connecting with you guys and just having that community of sellers and online business owners that are really taking advantage of this opportunity and making it work for them. I will see you soon. Bye for now. Bye.